knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 108 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Snow may still be on the ground where you live, but don't despair. Turkey hunting is just around the corner. Turkey hunters continue hunting when the vast majority of sportsmen and sportswomen have put their rifles, shotguns, and bows away for the season. To turkey hunters, the season is far from over. Spring not only brings one additional hunting opportunity, but some turkey hunters also plan multiple spring hunts for the various subspecies of turkey. There are almost as many subspecies as there are ways to cook your bird. There are five North American subspecies and one Central American subspecies of turkey. The North American turkey species consists of the Eastern, Rio Grande, Miriams, Goulds, and Osceola. The Central American species is the oscillated turkey. Each one of these birds have their own unique qualities, traits, and hunting challenges. Like judging a trophy white-tailed deer by the size of its antlers, a turkey is judged by its beard and spurs. The longer the beard and spurs, the better the trophy. A turkey's beard can be up to 11 to 12 inches in length. Beards of 6 to 8 inches in length are the most common. Most jurisdictions require that the proof of sex is kept with the bird. A majority consider the beard as proof of sex. The beard is a group of modified feathers that extend out of the middle of the breast and hang towards the ground. The beard is almost always black and can be best described as having the texture of horse hair. Or, for those of you feral hog hunters out there, it also feels like the texture of the coarse hair of a hog. It's also not that uncommon to see a bearded hen while turkey hunting. A bearded hen is considered a tom and is legal to take in most gobbler-only areas. Just remember, the beard must stay attached to the breast for proof of sex. Many hunters have inadvertently violated the law by removing the beard when they breast out their bird. When breasting out a turkey, 
leave the small patch of skin around the beard so it remains attached. A jake is defined as an immature tom. Jakes are up to one year old and have a very small beard. They are considered legal birds in gobbler-only areas. Jakes can be confused with hens, but look closely at the button beard and it'll give it away. Always check your local laws prior to shooting a bird, and even before that, you want to make sure you're up on your laws and know what the regulations are before you ever go to the field or into your blind. Hens nest on the ground, which makes them very susceptible to predation. Fortunately, hunting season ends before the hens lay their eggs, so all turkeys roost in the trees. As sunset approaches, turkeys travel from their feeding area to the roost. At sunrise, they fly down from their roost and make their way to their feeding areas. If a hunter can find the roost, they can position themselves between the roosting trees and the feeding area. It can be easy to find a roost if you have the right call. Blowing an owl call at dusk can make the turkeys gobble. I've even used a barred owl call and have had much success in locating turkey roosts. You can even shut your car door or make a loud noise and the turkeys will gobble right back at you. So, what type of turkey would you like to have on your springtime menu? There are four species of turkeys that are within easy reach of most hunters in the United States. But be aware, hunting turkey does have consequences. It only takes one hunt to become addicted. I have never met anyone after their first time calling up a turkey that did not become an avid turkey hunter. The eastern wild turkey is the most abundant turkey species, topping the list with more than 5 million birds. These turkeys can be found in the eastern United States and Canada. They reside in 40 states and numerous Canadian provinces. The abundance of this subspecies gives the turkey hunter many opportunities to pursue. The eastern turkey has an iridescent bronze body with white and black bars on its wings and brown tips on its tail feathers. It has the longest beards of all subspecies. Eastern turkeys are also the largest and they can stand up to four feet tall. Toms can weigh up to 30 pounds and hens can weigh up to 12 pounds. The main hunting challenge for eastern turkey is that they can be difficult to call. Even experienced hunters may struggle, which is why they keep coming back year after year. The Rio Grande wild turkey, like the eastern wild turkey, also offers the hunter many chances to pursue. There are well over one million of these birds in the wild. These turkeys can be found in the Central Plains states, including Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas. They can also be found in western states such as Colorado, Oregon, Washington, and California. Rio Grande wild turkey were also introduced to Hawaii in the 1950s, and the state still sports a healthy population. Additionally, 
They can be found in large numbers in northern Mexico for the international hunter. The Rio Grande turkey has an iridescent green and copper body with white and black bars on its wings. They also have brown tips on their tail feathers and lower back feathers. Rio Grande turkeys have very long legs because of the rocky terrain they inhabit. Toms can weigh up to 20 pounds and hens can weigh up to 12 pounds. The Rio Grande wild turkey is an extremely cautious bird. Many times they suspiciously circle around a collar. The Miriam's wild turkey population sits at about 500,000 birds. These turkeys can be found in the mountainous areas of the Rocky Mountain states. They can be found as far south as New Mexico, following the Rocky Mountains, up through Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and the high plains of the Dakotas and Nebraska. Their habitat includes areas with high-altitude pine tree species such as ponderosa, lodgepole, and white bark pine trees. Miriam's turkey have an iridescent purple and bronze body with white tips on their tail feathers and lower back feathers with more white than black bars on their wings. They have the shortest beards and smallest spurs of all subspecies. Toms can weigh up to 30 pounds, and hens can weigh up to 12 pounds. Miriam's wild turkey are found in the same habitat as elk, so getting to good habitat can be strenuous. They are also harder to call than Rio Grande wild turkeys are. The Gould's wild turkey are confined to the southern parts of Arizona and New Mexico. Their numbers in the United States are limited and thus have limited hunting opportunities. Fortunately, Gould's wild turkey exist in large numbers in northern and central Mexico, offering hunters excellent opportunities if they are willing to head south of the border. Gould's are the largest of all the subspecies, with an iridescent green and gold body. They have white tips on their tail feathers and lower back feathers with uniformed coloration on their wings. Gould's turkey have long legs like Rio Grande turkeys because they also inhabit rocky and arid areas. The toms can weigh up to 30 pounds and the hens can weigh up to 12 pounds. This turkey can be challenging to hunt. Gould's wild turkey prefer arid and rugged mountainous areas of the southern desert, making getting to their habitat difficult. The Osceola wild turkey is also known as the Florida wild turkey. It's found only in the southern portions of Florida. The Osceola turkey numbers are estimated at less than 100,000 birds. Like the Gould's turkey, The taking of Osceola turkey is more regulated than the eastern or Rio Grande turkey. Even though this subspecies is only found in Florida, hunting opportunities are still pretty easy to obtain. The Osceola turkey has an iridescent green and purple body with dark brown tips on its tail feathers and white and larger black bars on its wings. It's smaller and darker than the eastern turkey. The toms can weigh up to 20 pounds and the hens can weigh up to 12 pounds. Osceola wild turkey are the most difficult of all of the North American subspecies to call in. To make it even harder, 
the turkey inhabit dense undergrowth forest. The oscillated wild turkey is a separate species altogether. It can only be found in the Yucatan Peninsula region of Mexico, northern Belize, and northern Guatemala. Because of the oscillated wild turkey's remote jungle habitat in deep Central America, hunting opportunities may be limited. However, the most limiting factor in accessing these birds is getting to where they live internationally. Once the sports person makes the travel plans and arrives in this subspecies range, finding hunting opportunities can be easier than traveling. The oscillated turkey has an iridescent, multicolored body with gold tips on its tail feathers, with blue and bronze spots on its feathers, and white and black bars on its wings. This species does not possess a beard, but makes up for it with very long spurs. The oscillated turkey is described by some as looking like a peacock because of its colorful feathers and bright blue head. These turkeys are the smallest of all turkey species. The toms can weigh up to 12 pounds and the hens can weigh up to 8 pounds. Hunting the oscillated turkey has its own unique challenges. They are almost impossible to call in since they do not gobble like the North American subspecies. They are either shot from the roost or are ambushed on their travel routes. Turkey season is already upon us here in Texas. The youth-only season for the Rio Grande, the North Zone, runs March 26th and 27th and May 21st and 22nd. Rio Grande for the South Zone runs March 12th and 13th and May 7th and 8th, again, for youth only. The spring regular season in the North Zone for Rio Grande is April 2nd through May 15th. For the South Zone, the Rio Grande is March 19th through May 1st. The Rio Grande has a special one turkey bag limit April 1st through the 30th, and the eastern turkey season is April 22nd through May 14th. Areas in Texas with historically strong turkey population set the table for hunter success this spring. Areas here in Texas that have historically had huntable populations of wild turkeys will have solid numbers again this spring hunting season. Biologists are predicting that hunters will have the most luck in the Cross Timbers, the Edwards Plateau, and South Texas regions. Much of the state had to fare good recruitment last spring and summer, and hunters should expect to see quite a few jakes out there. That also means there will be a lot of jennies or juvenile hens on the landscape. This could easily distract gobblers and make a hunter's calling and decoying less desirable to those turkeys. In East Texas, only 12 counties have an open hunting season. Areas in the region that have traditionally supported a good population of turkeys will see similar conditions this year. Always check your outdoor annual for your rules and regulations to find out what the laws are in your county. The Rolling Plains has been a long-time destination for wild turkey hunters. 
this area has historically held very good numbers of birds along major and secondary watersheds, like the Canadian River, the Salt Fork, and the Red River. Timely winter and spring rainfall led to good young turkey production, and recruitment last spring and summer. However, there has been a significant decline in some areas over the past decade due to dry winter weather patterns. Fortunately, the southern counties in the Rolling Plains are in better shape than ever, even seeing more birds expanding their range in some of these areas. The Edwards Plateau has long been a stronghold for wild turkeys, providing some of Texas's highest bird densities. And annually providing some of the highest harvest numbers, the Western Edwards Plateau has some of the highest densities and production, and recruitment appears to have been fair to good over the past few years. As with most large regions, biologists have mixed reports of turkey numbers and recruitment in South Texas. While areas around Uvalde reported below average production and recruitment over the last two years. Other areas just east of that reported good recruitment. Hunters should expect to see lots of jakes across most areas that hold wild turkeys in South Texas. Hunters should focus their efforts on creeks and drainages with larger trees in central and western portions of South Texas. Only ten counties in the Oaks and Prairies region of Central Texas offer a spring season from April first through the thirtieth. Historically, there hasn't been a significant number of turkeys in the region, so only a spring season is offered, and hunters are only allowed a one bird bag limit per county. Starting this year, all wild turkeys harvested in these particular counties now have a mandatory harvest reporting requirement, and must be reported to the state within 24 hours of harvest. Through the My Texas Hunt Harvest app or online, the traditional North Zone spring season boundary has moved south to Highway 90 west of San Antonio. Several counties in the Southern Edwards Plateau that were previously in the South Zone are now part of the North Zone and will have an opening date of April 2nd this spring. Hunters are reminded to always check the rules and regulations in the outdoor annual before opening day to make sure they are hunting during a legal season. Hunters must also possess a valid hunting license. Their hunter education, if they're born after September second, nineteen seventy-one, or are seventeen years age or older, and they also must possess an Upland stamp endorsement. If they do not have a super combo license to be legal to hunt wild turkeys in the state of Texas, hopefully all the hard work you did last year scouting different areas to hunt turkeys, identifying the tracks and the scat and the scrapes and the calling, and hopefully you've perfected your turkey calls whether through a diaphragm call in your mouth. Or a slate call or a box call used by your hands, you've perfected the technique to call in the biggest and baddest turkey in the woods. Turkeys have excellent color vision; they can see color from a long distance away. So, as a turkey hunter, 
you need to be camouflaged up from head to toe. Plan ahead to be safe when you're walking from your vehicle to your hunting location. It wouldn't hurt to wear blaze orange across your body and headwear when you're walking through the woods. Especially if you're on public property, there may also be other hunters out there with you that are also camouflaged so they can't be seen not only by the birds, but by you. You need to be the safest that you can be while you're getting yourself into your position. Once you get to your destination, whether it's hunkered down at the base of a tree or whether you're getting into a blind, at that point, take off your blaze orange and tuck it away so you are fully camouflaged and blending in with your surroundings. Remember, when you are making those turkey calls, trying to lure the biggest bird in your direction, remember that you also may be calling in another hunter who's also making those same calls. Always, always identify your target before making the shot. The three colors that you should never wear on your person while you're out in the field during turkey season are red, white, and blue. Those are the three colors that are found on a turkey, especially the toms when they are in full strut trying to attract the females. You can only do your best to keep yourself as safe as you can be when out in the field. You can't rely on other hunters' safety and what they are looking at. So by avoiding wearing red, white, and blue, you're avoiding drawing attention to yourself and a potential situation if another hunter from across the way sees your colors and misidentifies you as a turkey. After a successful day in the field, you've got your bird, you've tagged it, and you are ready to go back to your vehicle, pull out that blaze orange vest that you have tucked in your backpack and wrap it around your turkey. That way, when you're carrying your bird across the field and through the woods, other hunters will see that blaze orange and know that that's not a natural color found in nature and they should be alerted that you are another hunter, and having that orange wrapped around your bird should get you safely back to your vehicle to enjoy another day out in the woods. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit WaypointTV.com to learn more.